0: As Jamie, Derek, Karen, and Chloe approached the radio building from the west, they spotted a car going into the parking garage from the north. They could see Trish and Marion inside. There were only a few half-turned enemies in the car. Their band could take them out pretty easily and rescue Trish and Marion. "'We should rescue them,' Derek said. "'We can't,' Karen said. "'What do you mean we can't?' Derek argued. "'We can't leave them to die. "'If we go in there now, they'll know we're coming. "'We lose our surprise.' "'She's right,' Jamie agreed.' We rescue them now, we all get killed later. But if we wait, we may be able to rescue them later, and we take out their leaders. Chloe nodded. She knew it would take this sort of dedication to beat her former co-workers. It may even take some sacrifice. Let's go, she said. This is the story of our players in Outbreak Undead, part of RPG Storytime. Tommy, Naseba, and Jessica got back into their car and started it up. As they did, they heard the DJ on the radio. Having trouble finding that dear old friend? Got stood up by your loved one? Well, that's because we've got him. That's right, we've got your friends and we're not letting go. Want to get them back? You're going to have to call 818-555-9595. Tommy rolled his eyes. He was past frightened and well within the realm of annoyance. Nasiba's look to him reminded Tommy that he still needed to do something. So he picked up his cell phone, which was still working, and he called the number. Hello, caller! You're just in time to save your friend's life! Who are you guys? Tommy asked. All that matters is whether or not you're going to save your friend, or let her die, Tommy sighed, then said, What do I need to do? You're going to need to choose between your friends, my friend. Who is more important to you? We're going to throw one of your friends out the window, unless... You feed one of your own to the zombies! I don't care which one. You just choose a member of your party and feed them to the undead. You do that, we let our prisoners live. You don't do that, and we choose which one of these fine ladies gets chucked out the window. Tommy looked at his wife and Jessica. They looked back at him horrified. He shook his head annoyed. I think you're mistaken about something, mister, he said. We just met these two ladies a couple days ago. We don't really know them that well. Sorry, Trish, and sorry I don't remember your name. We really just met, so I don't really know them. You think I'm bluffing, don't you? But I assure you I am not. I really will kill one of them. I'm sure you will. But I've got with me my wife and a woman who brought back medicine for us. So give a choice between them and a couple chicks I just met. I'm gonna go with the ones I'm with. Sorry if you were expecting something more dramatic. The DJ was silent for a time. Apparently he was expecting something more dramatic. Tommy then said, If you want to come out and talk, I'd be happy to negotiate a deal or something. Still silence. Tommy put down the phone and began driving back to BWP. Partway back, Nasiba gasped. Tommy knew what it was before looking, but he looked anyway. A body was hurtling out of one of the top floors of the radio building. It was Marion. Trish had begged the man not to take her, but the half-turned DJ blasted out the window in a rage and threw the young woman outside. Her body landed directly in front of Jamie, Derek, Karen, and Chloe. In fact, it almost hit them. They thought the DJ and his minions had resorted to throwing corpses out at them, but they recognized enough of the mangled body to know it was one of theirs. Karen looked up and saw that no one was looking out at them, so she surmised that it might be just a coincidence. We have to act like it wasn't, Jamie said. Let's move quickly, Chloe added, and they hurried toward a back entrance. Chloe led them around a cement divider toward a hidden door. It was clearly abandoned and hardly used. Chloe opened it carefully and quietly. They all looked in to make sure the coast was clear, then they all entered, led by Jamie and Chloe, and made their way up the stairs. About ten stories up, they heard a noise that made their hearts sink, and a couple of flights more, the fear was confirmed for them. A door had somehow opened, and a crowd of moaning, well-dressed zombies had spilled into the stairwell. Chloe guessed that there had been so many that they had inadvertently pressed against the doorway and caused it to open. Jamie guessed that it was probably the Game Master spending threat points. But that got hushed up pretty quickly. There was no time. They had to figure out a way around this mess of Walking Dead. Karen said she had an idea.